special reaction episode of A Generation BTS the podcast. I'm Christine, I'm 28 and I've been army for coming up to a year now and with me I have as usual my uh, co-host Leanne. Hi, I'm Leanne, I'm 33 and I've been army for about seven months. Nice, and my other co-host Natasha. Hi, I'm Natasha, I'm 18, going on 19 soon. Yeah. And I've been army for almost six years. Nice. Welcome to our uh, reaction episode. So we're recording this just as proof has come out. It came out now about four and a half hours ago. Yes. Um, so we've been uh, we've been studying up, trying to get the streaming numbers up and, uh, and sort of looking into the lyrics as we normally do for our uh, normal episodes. Now when this comes out, I think we've probably only had one normal episode out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one... I think we meant to have a couple episodes out before, but it just didn't work out with the dates. So we're doing the proof reaction as our second episode. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. First of all, just as a disclaimer, we'd like to just state that we are not experts on BTS, K-pop, or anything music related. Yeah, we're just fans of the boys sharing our opinions. And please be aware we do swear. Perfect. Right, let's get into the material. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, yet to come, like I said, it came out a couple hours ago. We got up early, about 5am here in the UK. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough, but obviously worth it to get the first reactions. Did you guys have any, uh, any initial thoughts on the music video, maybe, first of all? It's very reminiscent of good old times. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's a lot of throwbacks. Yeah, I think it's, very, it's a very sweet, soft song. Yeah. And obviously from the MV you get all the shots of the different eras and different areas. And obviously they look adorable in the Yeah. In the desert, just really? wandering around in Vegas, we assume. <laughs> we assume yeah. it's Vegas desert, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, their costumes sort of fit in with the with the colour scheme of the surroundings, I think, which obviously you'd expect and yeah, all the colours are pretty it has sort of a, a little bit of a melancholy feel, I think. But yeah. um but yeah, it, it's pretty. Um, we liked it, didn't we? Um, yeah, no choreo. No choreo, yeah. And we weren't sure. I think from the teaser, we, we understood that the song maybe was a slower one. Mm. Sometimes they have choreo for the slower ones. But yeah, no choreo for the music video, at least. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the music shows. Mm. they're going to do it for music shows. Oh, they? yeah. Yeah. So, um, true. so, yeah, maybe there's some sort of secret Loki choreo, like in Spring Day. Yeah, uh, maybe there's choreo for the other two. Because they're not going doing yet to come in the music shows. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll yeah, maybe they'll do all three. For today's episode, we're gonna talk about just the three new songs. So it's not gonna be as long of a one as we've done before. Right, should we just get right into it? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So uh so yeah, as we sort of touched on, the first song that we uh that we listened to and the first new song on the album is Yet to Come. It was written by P-Dog, RM Sugar, J-Hope, Dan Glazer, and Max, and it was produced by P-Dog. So lyrics-wise, we obviously looked through these, some of us more intensely than others. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna just discuss and see what we we think. Um, So it starts off with Jungkook saying, Was it honestly the best? Because I just want to see the next diligently passing through. And then Jimin talks about all our yesterday... And B says, yeah, the best was honestly the best, but my best is what comes next. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, obviously they're talking about the next 
chapter in their career and they're sort of using this anthology album as a an opportunity to to look back mm-hmm. i think just before we go through the rest of the lyrics it might, it might be worth addressing the elephant in the room of military service military service yeah so obviously we know that we, we thought maybe it was looking like they might be exempt for a while. But then there was an election in Korea. The new president was is much more conservative. And now it's looking like it probably won't happen. So with the rules being as they are, um, Jin. Jin probably will need to go to military service before the end of the year. So obviously that's really sad. Um, I didn't want the whole episode to be super sad but I think there's a lot a lot a lot of references in these songs to like oh looking back at the past and sort of towards the new chapter to come and I think without sort of speculating too much in in terms of what what they might choose to do in terms of you know what member goes to military service at which point in time or you know what they might do while someone's away or or anything like that because obviously that's stuff that we don't know it is worth saying that sort of in terms of how the next chapter might be different this is the obvious thing to be talking about right because we know that this is more than likely gonna gonna come unfortunately so uh so yeah i mean i think between us we've talked a little bit about whether it would make sense for them to all go at the same time because obviously they've built the band so much around the the unit of the of the seven or whether we uh we would rather have you know, then go one at a time and sort of for the band to continue with six members, five members and so on mm. while someone's away, um, and which then, I think is more, I think traditionally in K-pop, usually they go one at a time, right? And mm. I don't think any bands have ever said, oh, we're all going to go and come back. Yeah, I think obviously the preference would be for them all to go together. Mm. I think one of the things that you, but one of the things that you said is that maybe they'll stay as a, five or six mm. and swap members out as and when but there's also a they pursue solo yeah so obviously a lot of them have got their own solo mixtapes they've got their own solo pursuits mm. v with acting yeah. some of the voice with their mixtapes j-hope's just announced that he's going to do Lollapalooza yeah. by himself mm. so i think that might be an option yeah as well yeah where you still get Lots of content from the boys that are still around, but you don't necessarily see them as a... As a band. As a six, or even as a seven. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fine. Yeah, a lot of emotions here on the, on the podcast. Yeah, no, obviously, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's painful, this. I'm not going to lie. It, it really... Um, uh, <laughs> maybe we're just overly emotional because we had to get up at 5am yeah maybe <laughs> uh, okay, okay right um, and you had your thing that you'd really seen in the concept photos Natasha um, which indicated that they might go one at a time do you want to tell us about that yeah so when we were looking at lyrics we the photos that they used in the video we saw that for each member so the one where they have like a, a cross on the face yeah these are the, all... con- the concept photos for the new album by the way the ones with the bathroom tiles and the lasers that we're talking about, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the every member had like a, a cross on him except Jin. So that were a bit like, ooh, why is that? And then also for the door concept photos, 
they all have like a straight line and Jin has like a diagonal line, which also could be like a thing that they're sending him off first. Yeah, he's been oh. singled out he's in been, both of those, he's looking which different. could mean nothing. But obviously we know it with BTS, it often means something. Um, well, and we do know that Jin has to go. Exactly. <laughs> so we're not like, oh my god, it's Jin! Yeah. They've taken Jin! <laughs> I think yeah. we've all just been a bit in denial about yeah, military yeah, service. Definitely. I feel like it will make the other albums that we do review in the future a little bit more sad if that were the future outcome. Yeah. Because we'll just keep referring back to that, which could kind of put off as opinions on certain... <laughs> no. Yeah, but we can celebrate their work and their achievements in their back catalogue even if I don't think it'll be like I, I think it is very clear from the lyrics that they're saying like look the next chapter might be different and we don't to be clear we don't know how it's going to be different right we're the military service is the thing but what they're going to do as a result of that whether it's solos whether it's because it's going to go on for a while right like Jungkook doesn't have to go for another four or five years yeah and whether they're going to do four or five years of solo work probably unlikely right so like um, maybe Jin goes and then a couple of them go. Yeah. Or maybe Jin goes and them all, and then they all go. Yeah. Maybe they change the law between when Jin, Jin goes, goes and... Maybe they win a Grammy and yeah. they add the Grammys to the list because I think that's what they were originally talking about, right? If yeah. The, the, gra- the Grammys were classed as potentially uh accolade that was high enough regarded mm. to be added, whereas something like a BBMA, a Billboard Award, yeah, like a because it's fan-voted... You can't, um, they wouldn't normally add that to the list in the way that they do with like a gold medal or a noted for a composer. So it needed to be something that was independently voted by a panel of experts, which is ultimately a Grammy. So then that makes us even more angry about (laughs) the ruddy scammies. Yeah. And. Scammies, man, honestly. We're bitter, (laughs) obviously biased, but we're bitter. Um, Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think from these lyrics, it's clear that they're talking about the next chapter and they're saying, look, while it might be different, we, you know, we promise we'll still be here. We promise our best moments are yet to come. We promise that we're going to be together in the future. Whether that means continuing or Um, whether it means that you will have the music in from the future i don't know but obviously yeah i think it it does sort of seem like they're saying look we know things are going to changing but don't worry we'll still be around we'll still come back together we'll still our our best moments as a as a group and as a fandom and as a group of people who sort of have this experience of the art that we produce together our best moments are yet to come okay but and it's it's sort of i said to my friend this morning i was she asked me how I was feeling and she I said well I'm feeling a little nervous and she said oh the same and I said it's kind of like they're saying oh don't worry our best moments are yet to come and I'm a bit like well I wasn't worried but now, now I, I am. am now I am yeah <laughs> I wasn't worried and now you told me you just said yeah <laughs> so so yeah um so I mean not the the brightest start to the episode ever but it's important to address because, so yeah, I think reading these lyrics is hard to get away from. So, okay. so yeah, I think we need to continue with that in mind. All we can say for certain is, is military services looming. Beyond that, we obviously don't know any more than any other armies out there. Um, so, yeah, back to the song. 
Um, yes. <laughs> should we start from the top on this song, maybe? Yes. So we're talking about Yet to Come, written by P-Dog, RM Sugar J-Hope, Dan Glazer, and Max, and produced by P-Dog. Um, so JK starts it off. He says, was it honestly the best? Because I just want to see the next. Which is helpful. You Lovely. know, something's coming next. Diligently passing through. And then Jimin says, all our yesterday. And B says, yeah, the best was honestly the best. But my best is what what's coming next. And I think maybe you could. Okay, although, again, we don't know. And that that's why I think our other episodes maybe are a little easier. Because we can say oh, and they said this, it, they were probably pointing to this thing that came after that we now know about, right? Mm-hmm. When, but when he's saying, but my best is what comes next, I can say, maybe he's now talking about pursuing solo work. Mm. But obviously, I don't know. Could be anything. Yeah, and we were talking, Natasha and I had a chat about whether my best is what comes next. And obviously, it could be, he could be saying, my best work is coming next, or, you know, my, the best parts of my personal life. Mm. are coming next or yeah the best tour i've ever done yeah in the whole world that lasts forever <laughs> is coming yeah. <laughs> a whole 10 week residency yeah. in london and you can have tickets for all the days yeah <laughs> and i will meet every army individually yeah. that's what i'm gonna do yeah it'd be the best moment i i agree yes. i think that's what he's that saying we're we, uh, we're looking out for you being just uh, you know stop by Right. Um, and then JK says the, the line that was in the um, the teaser video that everyone debated what he's actually saying, but he's saying, you and I, best moment is yet to come. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to think about whether you, the you and I, is the other members? Is it ARMY? Is it, like, Natasha, you said something about well, how it might be persona that they are they are on stage yeah it was i thought maybe that it was the you would be like the past so like the person the war when they started and i is like a personal now or like who they are stage wise who they are behind the cameras yeah so for take garam as an example obviously it's jk singing the line but just because he has a stage name it's easier to use him as an example so he obviously has talked about the difference between kim nanjun and rm rm slash rap monster a lot so, it so it'd be the difference between jungkook and jungkook well like yeah well I'm, his I'm stage sure he, name. he does have a stage presence oh of he course he's got a stage presence name yeah exactly yeah. yeah they all do i mean there's different ways to read that that lyric could be all of them could be none of them yeah, and then after they do the you and I best moment is yet to come, V says, not sure since when, but they say we're the best. JK says, we just love music. We're just running forward. Promise that we'll keep on coming back for more. So that's Aww. good. You know, they promise they'll keep on coming back. That's what we want to hear. Yeah, and we talked about a little bit about how they're sort of focusing on music as well because they were specifically recruited for the talent that they had and the, and the, yeah, and the music and the interest that they had in music. I think there was a, a more of a focus on, you know, getting people who had experience writing and producing music hmm. maybe than other, well, other idol groups. Yeah, because they were going to be half hip-hop, half yeah, idol, exactly. right? So they needed that authenticity and that musicality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, obviously we, you won't have heard this because it's not out yet, but we have reviewed some of the albums from the school era at this point. Hmm. And they do talk a lot about, you know, the members being involved with the music themselves. So that was clearly like something that was important for them to get 
to the forefront. Yes. I think. So, Agreed. So, yeah. And um, they were talking about like other K-pop artists being manufactured, which most of the idols are just picked on looks mm. rather than musical ability. Yeah. So. And they talk about a little bit about, you know, like, oh, ex-hater is just a rapper. Like, you were put in a K-pop group and you call yourself a rapper because you couldn't sing. And yeah, they, they do reference stuff like that. So we actually were there for the music. It does give them more staying power, right? Yeah. Because a lot of them are around for the talent and the joy of the, the music and what the music brings yeah. for them. And then Jin says, somewhere deep inside your heart, this is the pre-chorus, um, so he says, somewhere deep inside your heart, there still lives a young boy. And then JK says, my moment is yet to come. So again, it's his moment. Mm. Sugar says, do you have a dream? Which I think links back to no more dream. Aww. Yeah, again. What's your dream? Yeah. You know, in, in their debut song, No More Dream, they, they'll say, you know, what's your dream? What's your dream? Um, tune in to find out more about that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he says, what's the, at the end of that path? There is a hidden track on that Too Cool for School album called Path. So we thought that might be uh, throwing back to that. Lovely. And then Aram says, we're going to touch the sky for the day we die. Which is oh, a that's a Kanye. Clear, yeah, it's Kanye, Kanye West reference. reference. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> nice. Kanye West and Lupa Fiasco, Touch the Sky. Um, <laughs> but it's a good song. Though. It um, is. It is a very good song. It's a good song. Yeah, and I think obviously, I think from doing the school era as well, we sort of noticed that at least in those early years, they did focus a lot on like, oh, we have this connection with US hip hop, mm. and that's what we're going to link to all the time and we're going to throw back to like all these US rap songs and that that does happen in, in those. They were definitely sort of referenced a lot of the sort of US rap scene in their early work. So, uh, so yeah. And then Arm says, this is only the beginning, the best is yet to come. So, yes. Fine. Beginning. Let's let's keep moving forward. And then Sugar talks about being uncomfortable with being called the best and that he just loved music and nothing's mm. changed. Oh, um, young kid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he sort of, sort of talks about the uncomfortable label of the best, and yeah, maybe he feels like it isn't warranted, but also it's like a lot of pressure, right? Because mm-hmm. when you put out new stuff, then you have to keep to a certain standard, and mm-hmm. yeah, your fans are going to expect something. And yeah, you've talked about, there's an interview where he sort of talks about there's no one. There's no one who's done what they've done before that they can get advice from, right? So yeah. there's no one that, there's no... K-pop band that broke America. Yeah, exactly. When they are very much out there on their own. Yeah. So if they are feeling like, oh, this level of success is, you know, I don't know, I'm uncomfortable with X, Y, Z aspect, then there's no one there for them to get gain advice from. And the the other thing on that was, yeah, ultimately I didn't sign up for this, right? Yeah. Like, but not in a negative way, in a way that was like. When I joined a hip hop idol group, mm. the most I could have anticipated is being super successful in in Asia. Yeah. In Asia, and now we've got all of this global fame. Yeah, can't go anywhere. <laughs> what does that What does that mean? Would we? Yeah. And and what do I think as as early me would they have? Yeah, if, picked this because it was such an unattainable. It was almost unattainable. It was un. They never would have even dreamed of. Never even dreamed this, of it. Never yeah. even talked about it. Yeah, exactly. 
he's and he's just in an interview as well like they're really grateful really flattered and everything but yeah it's it's different than it's a lot what they were working towards yeah mm. so uh arm talks about changes but still being the same and then he says a new chapter every mm. moment is my best and then jay says he's got a lot to learn and a lot to fulfill we don't know whether that's professionally personally whether it relates to the military service if he wants to like you know fulfill that in the in the name of his country he might do because mm. we did talk about that we talked about that separately a bit didn't we which was they ultimately some of them may not want to get out of military service yeah, so it's exactly. a really high level of respect and it's a massive honor yeah to be able to go and yeah there, there'll be backlash from Conservative fans and, you know, maybe potentially people within their family and their networks that are like, I don't know. You can't skip this. Yeah. I guess if the law had changed. Yeah. I don't know a lot about it except that sports stars sometimes are exempt, but I've heard that even if you're exempt for medical reasons, it can be quite like Shameful. shameful. Yeah. So I think when BTS have been asked about this, they or Big Hit have never sort of publicly advocated for being exempt. Mm. It's been mainly sort of other music agencies advocating for maybe a changing to to the rules. Mm. And whenever they've been asked, they've always said, you know, if if and when we're called upon, we'll be happy to serve, okay. and we we're gonna we're gonna go basically. Um. So uh, so yeah. Then he goes into this bit where mm. they talk about not being about it. So he says, we ain't about it. The world's expectations. We ain't about it. That's that being the best. And then he says, we ain't about it again. And then Sugar comes in and says, crowns and flowers, countless trophies. And Arm says, dream and hope and going forward. We so about it. It's a back to square one after making one long run back to one. Yeah. Are you sure that that's the, uh, the right translation? No. <laughs> <laughs> can we get can we get every translation on these lyrics to make them happier? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, I get maybe that is a good note to make that these lyrics obviously someone's translated them literally in the last couple hours, and we had a look at a couple of translations and they were a little bit different. Although, like the words were the same, I think maybe the well there were some similar words, but the context wasn't necessarily the same in, in two separate translations. Mm. So. Yeah, we are definitely working with translations here, and we we don't have a way of judging the quality, unfortunately, because none of us speak Korean yet. Yet, Christine's working really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it's um like obviously, like in English, we'd say raining cats and dogs, something that only we understand as a native yeah. speaker, like alien. Yeah. yeah, so to them, it might have a strong meaning, but we've yet to have someone explain that to us. Yeah, mm. exactly. And we work with like genius lyrics a lot and sometimes they have annotations. These lyrics have no annotations because they've just been put up. So we're a little going in a little bit more blind than we normally would. Yes. But uh, but yeah, anyway, after they, they're talking about not being about it, I guess they're saying sort of, oh, we don't want to be weighed down by expectations. We don't want to be weighed down by, you know, the pressure of being the best, of sort of chasing trophies, etc. Although... I must say, Sugar saying not being about trophies is so oh. ironic because he loves trophies. Yeah. And, you know, you've got the big house, the big cans, the big rings now, Shugs, yeah. and now you don't want them. But, like, yeah, I mean, he's talked about sort of not big cars, big house, not being sort of the crux of his dreams anymore. He's talked about that before, but he does love a trophy. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, we know that. And then they, uh, they do the course again. 
Uh, Jimin restates, the past was the best, but my best is what comes next, and we'll be singing till the morn. Aww. So, yeah, again, that feels reassuring. They're going to keep singing. That's good. And then V says, heading towards the day, more like ourselves. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, V's, V's got big plans. Yeah. <laughs> Where's He wasn't involved with writing this. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave V all of the dramatic lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Himself. Find his soul. Yeah. And then they say, You and I, the best moment is yet to come again. Okay. So, so yeah, that's that's what that song is. I enjoyed the song more when I didn't know the lyrics. Yeah. Which is very, very rare for a, a BTS yeah. song. I always loved the songs, and then once I've read the lyrics and I've understood the lyrics, I like it even more. Yeah. In this instance, I would have preferred to have not known. I mean, yeah, it's a nice song. The lyrics, I'm not saying that the lyrics are bad in any way. It's just that they're a little upsetting. Yeah, no, they're brilliant lyrics. Potentially. Just that if we're going to read into them, there is... Yeah. There is um, scope for some... Separate paths. Mm, yeah. Potentially. Although, again, I must say we don't know anything. We literally don't know anything. Yeah. We're just... So, so yeah, should we talk about the music video a little bit? That yeah. might help us feel better. That will, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do that. So, I don't have time to go through it, sort of frame by frame, and there are other podcasts that'll do that. Yeah, one of our favourites. Yeah. Shout out to We Review BTS. Yeah. I think just in terms of what has been picked up by sort of armies online and, and things that we've noticed, there are a lot of throwbacks in this one. Obviously, mm. like we said at the top, they look beautiful. Very um, handsome. Yeah. And, you know, some, like, very soft. You know, Jimin's got his little spring day outfit on. He does. Um, and he was very fluffy in spring day. He's quite fluffy here. Um, Jimmy's got the double denim. Yeah. It opens on JK doing the thing where he sort of makes a, a circle of his fingers mm-hmm. and sort of... Moves a telescope. Towards, yeah, a telescope towards, moves it towards his eye. And that is a throwback to the uh, most beautiful moment in life prologue Mm -hmm. which came out back in 2015 and was sort of the start of the universe story or at the the start of the universe story I think Mm. I Need You had been out before that okay we saw online that when he does the thing in the previous one is looking out to the sea and in this yeah. one is looking out to the desert. Yeah, and we know from the reviews that we've done so far that they really just love the sea and the desert. Oh, yeah. That, so, yeah. We were going to insert a sea jingle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a sea and desert, it comes up literally all the time in their uh, in their lyrics. So if you haven't noticed that yet, you will notice it now. And then you sort of get from the switch to sort of what he's looking at through this sort of pan telescope. You get switched to a chair arrangement where they're sitting in sort of all white outfits and they're in the same pose as they were in the Just One Day music video. Oh, Which is sweet. That's one of my faves. <laughs> I bet there's not a single frame or outfit or prop that you can't connect no, to something in the exactly. anthology. That's how well done it is. Yeah. Another thing is Jin's pickup truck. So they're sort of driving through this desert in this big pickup truck that, if you know the universe story, Jin's pickup truck is there all the time. And it's in the uh, Love Yourself Highlight Reel, which we talked about in the last episode, but it's there in the prologue. Um, Yeah, Jin's pickup truck is very recognisable. And there is a um, frame of Jungkook standing in front of the sort of rusted carousel from Spring Day. There's the fallen angel 
statue sort of poking out of the sand, uh, which is from Blood, Sweat and Tears, but also sort of reminiscent of the sort of hands that stick out of the ground sometimes in BTS music videos. Nam June is sort of rapping and sort of standing in front of a big blue container box, which has the same numbering yeah. as the ones that we've seen before. I feel like they just went out and got all of the previous props. Yeah. I wonder if they, I, I said this in there, have they got like a massive warehouse where they're going to open the BTS museum just full of props yeah. or have they remade them? Yeah. They remade them. But they could keep them and then put these in the BTS museum. Yeah, exactly. And then we can go and, and, we see, can go them. and see them. And you know, feel better. whilst crying yeah there is the train from the spring day music video it's not running like in the spring day music video but it's sort of you know broken down and rusted it's behind hobie when he does his uh his rap they sort of then pose on the back of the the pickup truck and it's the same pose as one of the the polaroid pictures that jen has in in the universe story cute they do a really good like point to the sky and they all look happy yeah which is cute that is cute I enjoy that yeah and then there's a bit where Jin covers his eyes with his hands uh, which is the exact same as from the Blood, Sweat and Tears music video where sort of Jin sort of looks back and looks a bit confused and then Tae comes up behind him and puts his hands all mm-hmm. over his uh, over his eyes and then there's a section where Tay sort of puts his hands forward and sort of creates like a photo frame like mm-hmm. Jin does in Spring Day. I think Army Online have speculated about whether this is sort of Jin handing the... Because Jin obviously is, is sort of the main character of the universe story mm-hmm. and whether this is sort of him handing that baton, if you will, over to, to Tay, who's one of the uh, observers of the universe story. If, if you're paying close attention to the universe, you mm-hmm. might know that there's a theory that Tay's one of the only ones that has the memories has the memories of, of, of Jin going back in time and he's sort of aware of, of that side of what's happening from a, quite an early stage so there's speculation that, as to whether this is you know him giving the sort of role of the protagonist of the universe story over to yeah. someone who's who's gonna who's gonna be there ultimately well um, and within I've now been to universe school in later episodes, I won't have, but I have. But also within it, Jin is starting to feel a lot of pain, isn't yeah. he? He's struggling. Yeah. He he's really pained, and they were looking to. It'd be better to have someone within that universe or take it over without the. Yeah, exactly. So military element. It's a natural progression of yeah. where the story has been going for the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because he's, you know, struggling with the ramifications of going back in time and he loses his memories and he has this big, all these um, headaches and stuff like that. So, so yeah, that is a, a good point as well. Jimin does some sort of hand movements and, and gestures that have been taken literally straight out of Spring Day. He does the exact same moves. So, again, throwbacks, throwbacks, throwbacks. And then we've got the school bus from No More Dream right at the end and then they sort of go into the school bus and they're sitting in the same formation as they do on the train in spring day beautiful so, uh, so yeah it's good all the clothes and the outfits as well are sort of throwbacks to old old content i think there are several eras that you can throw some of the pieces back to like rm's double denim look for example mm-hmm. i've seen a few photos online of those sort of eras that that could be related to so i don't think we're gonna go through each look and say oh this is this era this is that era but uh yeah the clothes definitely have been picked as as throwbacks as well 
Just the one thing I was thinking then, well, like, I wonder why it's not the exact same outfit. Yeah. Mm. It's a repu- replica. Yeah, mm. well, they did a similar thing for... Well, it's, just, it's not even a replica, is it? It's a nod, like a nod to True. same yeah. style. None of them are wearing the exact same. Same, yeah. like... They have grown, but, I guess. Yeah. But for festival outfits. Yeah. Yeah. But what I mean for the... In that big warehouse that we're going to go and visit, the (laughs) BTS Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob. I'm leaving with our arms double denim outfit. For the... uh, For the the Festa photo shoots that have just come out as well, they do a similar type of throwback thing where they're throwing back to sort of big moments in the career, like first time they won a music show, first time they went to the Grammys, first time they won a day sang, that kind of thing. And for those as well, it's not the exact outfit, but it's it's a very sort of close copy, the closer copy probably than what we see in the music video. So um, so yeah, it's it's some, something that they're doing at the moment, but it sort of suggested to me at least that they probably haven't actually kept hold of all these clothes that they've worn over the years, because they could have just put them in those clothes, or maybe they you know got different clothing supplier contracts and have to make something similar but not the same. So yeah, um, we're happy with yet to come and the music video I'm happy with it it's lovely yes so now the next song that is new on the album is Run BTS it was written by RM J-Hope Jungkook Sugar and several others loads of names on this one and then it was produced by someone called Dem Joints for You Made Us What We Are LLC and Ghost Loop and I think Ghost Loop was also involved with the lyrics actually um so JK opens this one and he talks about Nanyeon, which is a part of Seoul where they used to have their old apartment. And he says, our spot calling the company after school, I'll go right away. Please don't send me home. So he's like talking about how he was happy to, you know, be at that old apartment, even though they all, you know, slept in the same room and it wasn't the, the most glamorous, let's say. V says he dreams about those days sometimes. And Jimin talks about them sort of having come from the, or started from the bottom, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> now we're here. Now we're here, exactly. <laughs> Jungkook says we're seven mates. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and then V comes in with the, if we live fast, let us die young, which Ooh. is another, another sort of shaded rap reference, maybe. Mm. So this one obviously is much more of a hip hop track. I didn't say that, that at the top, but this one not so slow. It's a it's an upbeat one. And then JK makes a reference to the soul, which you won't know yet. But there's a future episode where we talk about the soul a lot. So I was excited by that. Nice. Uh, What's JK's soul reference? He says, "I'm going to take everyone's soul out of it." Oh. Yeah. And then Jimin says, two bare feet are our gasoline." So I guess he's talking about the. The title being Run BTS, right? So you're sort of using your feet as the, the engine and, and the thing that sort of spurs you forward. And then Hobie comes in with Run Bulletproof, Run Yeah, You Gotta Run, and that's sort of the hook of the chorus. Uh-huh. And then we get into the next verse where Sugar talks about, well, we think the translations sort of were a bit debatable on this, but um, he seems to be talking about their old studio being sort of leaking with rain. And then he talks about opening a bottle of soju and talking about his art hardships. So he's obviously referring to the uh, creative process of, of songwriting, I'd mm-hmm. say here. Yep. Yeah. He, he sort of goes on to talk about, it's kind of like he's given an answer to an interview question of like, 
what do you think has made BTS successful? And he says, he doesn't know whether there's a reason behind their success. And he says, all of us just run hard, no matter what, we just run. That's the answer. Ha ha ha. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think they've probably had that interview question like a million times, right? Yeah. Like, oh, why do you think you're so much more successful than like other K-pop bands? And yeah, he's saying, yeah, we don't know really. We don't know. Yeah. But they're just... They, no, just they work, try they hard. Work really they hard, work yeah, really hard. Yeah. But that's not to say that, you know, other K-pop bands don't work hard. Just, no. Yeah. And um, it, well, it's the novelty of it as well, isn't it? They were a brand new concept. The credit should go to that. Yeah, that's that's fair, I think. And then RM comes in about, and he talks about having comfort. So he says, comfort, got him, principles, got him, good music, got him, good team, goddamn. <laughs> so yeah, he's got a goddamn good team. He's happy. Yeah, he's happy with all those uh, parts of that. There's a bit of a hater shout out. So again, if you listen to our upcoming school era podcasts, you'll know that they... They really love a, a hater song mm. in that era. Um, he says, you said your heart, oh man, you not above the ones who run, above the ones who fly, run, bang, ten, let's go. So yeah, that seems to be a, a sort of throwback to earlier anti-hater content, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the bridge, they talk about running some more, and they say, just <laughs> run with our two legs. That's how we've uh, proved all. We're seven runners. With a million dollars. Nice. Jeez. Good for them. (laughs) Oh, and then they say their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, I think this is Hobie's part. No, Judy. Yeah. And this is Hobie's part. So he goes, Jiminy, the hard, well, one translation said hard work and one translation said, like, did a good job. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Hard workers. Hard workers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like praising them for their hard work. And then uh, he says, Nam Juni, ho, hard work slash good job. Yungi Young, Jin, hard Jin work. Jin. And Jokuki, everyone, thanks. Or like, <laughs> thanks to everyone, I guess. Nice. I don't know. Um, and then it's a really sweet verse from Hobie. Yeah. And then they go back to the chorus, which is the bit where they sort of uh, go on about being bulletproof and run bulletproof, run, yeah, you gotta run. And to bare feet are gasoline and, and everything like that. So yeah, it's more of an upbeat song. I think it's one that's less obviously melancholic. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's happier. It is happier. It's sort of, it's still a throwback. It's still looking back at their past, maybe more so than than Yet to Come, really. So this one, Yet to Come, I think maybe is sort of talking about what we can expect going forwards in in sort of very open-ended terms. Mm -hmm. And this one is more... Talking about, oh, yeah, you know, that time when we started out in that apartment in Nantian, and yeah. It's more detailed, reminiscent, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Anything else we want to say about Rugby Tears? What are your thoughts on it, Tash? I like the lyrics of it, but I wouldn't. I don't think the the song, the like sound of it is just my vibe. Yeah. A bit hip hop here. Yeah. Yeah. I will listen to it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, than the couple of times that we've listened to it before we sat down. Yeah, exactly. It's hard with brand new songs, I think, to sort of know straight away how they fit within the mm. sort of pantheon of, of songs that they had. Because mm. you know you have your favorites from the overall discography, mm-hmm. and you don't know sort of right away where these fit in within that. 
Um, I quite like the sort of rap heavy sounds, but uh, yeah. And it lends to maybe some choreo, maybe some performances with some choreo because it's yeah. a bit more upbeat. So maybe we'll get that as they come into the music shows and do the rest of the promotion. Yeah, exactly. And then do their world tour. Yeah, maybe sort of down the line once we've well, had a bit more time to process, we can do a a longer sort of deep dive into into proof. Yeah, um, like a normal episode. Yeah, because we did proof. listen. We did listen to proof end to end. We did do that. But yeah. Obviously, a lot of the songs we already knew. We really we can talk about it. Um, just at the end, but we really liked the demo CD, didn't we? Yeah, CD3. CD3, yeah, yeah, it was brilliant, golden. Yeah, and the other songs, obviously, we won't talk about because they're going to come up on other albums. On other albums. So, yeah. Um, it's a massive album, though, so I think if we're going to do an episode on it, we might need to split it up. But, uh, but yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of the songs we might have already covered. Right, so should we yeah. wrap up with For Youth? Let's do For Youth. Right, For Youth was written by... RM Sugar, J-Hope, His Noise, Slow Rabbit, Hitman Bang, and again, several other people. And it was produced by someone called Roger Shahayed and Imad Royale, who I also think had a hand in the lyrics. But okay. yeah, they were alone in the producing. It starts off with this Beautiful recording yeah, of Young Forever. We think it might be from Wembley. the Wembley performance. Yeah. Yeah. Where, you, if anyone doesn't know, it was a uh, fan project that UK Army did, where they, when when BTS sort of came on to do the encore, they sort of surprised them by playing the Young Forever track. music, yeah, back, yeah backing, track. backing track, and then you know all the armies in the entire ninety thousand capacity Wembley sang that song back to them, you know, in Korean, in Korean. They were very, very moved. Lots of crying. A lot of crying, yeah. And obviously they would <clears throat> they would have performed Young Forever to other audiences before and they would have sung the song back to them. So we can't be sure that it's Wembley, but it, that was a such a significant moment. Um, and maybe we're like UK biased. Maybe we're but, biased, yeah. 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 But, uh, but it felt very significant. So, so yeah, we're thinking it, it might be from that. So... Uh, so Jungkook starts with this one as well. I think he might have started off all three. But he says, if I never met you, what would I look like? I mean, I, I think he, he means what would his life look like. But yeah, we, we sort of get the, get the gist. Jin says, every time I miss you, words that have become a habit, it's so true. Mm. So this one, I think, is very much an army song. Yeah, this like, is for us. This is for us. He talks more about the Nanhyang Dong, which is the full name of the uh, district in Seoul where they had their first um, first apartment. He says he woke up 10 years ago, I cried so easily when you laughed so easily. I don't know who he's talking about in terms of you. Us. Do you think? As in, yeah. Why would we laugh when he cries? No, when we are happy, yeah. he is moved Oh yeah. by making us oh. happy. Yeah, what that's what that, that was my reading. Right, yeah, we did not think about. We had a thought that maybe it's like referring back to like when you were a trainee, so like obviously cried, probably cried a lot because obviously yeah. the hard work and like uncertainty of actually debuting, but yeah. obviously he laughed a lot because he were younger, it was like a simpler time, yeah, and he stuff was like that. Of a good ball as well. And he, but he's talked about that, hasn't he? He's talked about, like, oh, Jim and sat with him when he cried, and Jung mm. sat with him, and... And it yeah. could be the haters. I cried so easily when you laughed. 
when they were marked and yeah. glued and that sort of stuff. It could be that. Could be that. Could be that. Different different readings of this one. Mm. But, but yeah, I think maybe you are right, Liam, because we said it was an army song. And then, but Jimin comes in and the next thing he says, you were always here with us together and every second was forever. I mean, that's, that's about us. army. Yeah, yeah, that's us. We were there. We were, <laughs> exactly. Not, we, not, not we, but us as a group. As a group of people. We are there. rapidly trying to get back there. Yeah. Anyone that runs time travel, please let us know. <laughs> um, RM talks about how he didn't wake up. I, I found it a little hard to make sense of this next bit but he says I didn't want to wake up now you are here this is a new home to me I'll be back anytime baby don't you worry this road we walk everything will be away thoughts I think it's just about how he because it starts with the mind's immeasurable right mind's Mm -hmm. immeasurable my life will slip in when your head hits the pillow so I think it's more about again this is not necessarily the life I imagined or I didn't expect this much love and mm. and support from Army, but now that I've got it, this is the only way I know sort of how to be mm. and how to live, and that's something that I want to go on. Yeah. Forever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the, now that you are here, this is a new home to me. It's a bit like we saw on the, the arc of Aram lately. Mm. So you remember we, and obviously as a, big RM bias we've seen some of the clips of when he was in interviews and he said oh what do you want to be after BTS and he said I want to be a dad and Sugar says you can mm-hmm. and then he got asked about it recently in one of the B lives and was like oh well now I don't really see myself with children yeah. I, I don't see how that fits into my life yeah uh, he also though the little liar mm-hmm. said about the tattoo he yeah. said, oh, are you, are you going to get a tattoo? And he said, no, I used to really want them, but now I've changed my mind mm. um, and I don't know if I'll like them. And then we got an Instagram clip of RM's seven tattoo. Yeah. Leanne tattoo. <laughs> so um, Junie posted on his Instagram showing that the boys may have got their friendship tattoo. It's not, not confirmed yet. We've only seen one on Junie. And whether it's permanent or temporary, yeah, we also... Yeah don't know but it's on his I really think it's on his ankle yeah. and it's a little seven just like a little seven so what I did with the <laughs> screenshot of the tattoo is took a screenshot of his Instagram and then I flipped the picture around to turn the seven into an L and then I inserted <laughs> the rest of my name which is Leanne so now it looks like in my head Junie's got a Leanne tattoo yeah. um the girls thought that was obviously hilarious yeah. Um, so anyone with an L name, that's possible. You can yeah. do that. Go you can do that. I would recommend any, any junior biases, or even if you're not an RM bias, yeah. maybe when they all come out, anyone with an L name will be absolute privileged to be able to convert these tattoos sure, into sure. versions of their own yeah. name, tattoo. Yeah, I'm not jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, silly. Right. It is silly. Silly, silly. Right. right. Okay, well... So I think it's about that. I think it's about, like, an... Uh, and I do think Aram sort of... Not any more than any of the other boys, but he does take his, his role really seriously, right? And I can see how he's grown and changed some of his goals and priorities oh, for sure. around that, and he feels a lot of 
and I guess that comes with being the leadership and also the translator, he feels a lot of that responsibility about presenting the band forward, right? Keeping the band forward, mm. making sure that they're not getting off track or they're being yeah. represented well and they're being received well and that's how I'm reading into that, that yeah. this role is now my home. Yeah, exactly. The role that I want and the role that I'll stay in. That's my reading. What was your... You said you weren't sure. What did you think? We both were not really sure. sure. No, right, well. no. There's only me that's got the one well, line into June. <laughs> that's why we left it for you. That's why you left. Yeah, Thank you. Did, Thank you. Like that's you my reading. Yeah. <laughs> I am the oldest. Yeah, I like, that, I yeah. can't be rocking the 5am wake-ups. <laughs> Anyone else that has a reading, do let us, do reach out and let us know if you've got yeah, a different yeah, reading. yeah. Do you feel like that fits? I think it fits, yeah. I mean, I think I sort of thought about it also being another of one of those sort of reassuring messages, right? When he says, I'll be back, don't worry, you know? So even if this is the new chapter, he's saying, I'll come back, we'll come back. Like, I'll, I'll be, be here. here. Yeah. I'll be back anytime. It's not like we're losing this army bank town relationship that doesn't mean that necessarily anything around the sort of support and the love that we have for each other isn't gonna go is gonna go anywhere and that and it's back to the he's just sending that assurance you're right it's a yeah. very assuring message thankfully yeah, exactly yeah it helps julie saving the day it helps us feel better definitely and then jk says you're my best friend for the rest of my life <laughs> so you know um, <laughs> we can all be best friends, wouldn't that be lovely? And we can all go live in the Namjoon country and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. We all go camping with JK. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hobie's verse comes in and he starts off with Hannah Dulcet. Ah, Dulcet. Hannah Dulcet, which we, I recently learned in my Korean class that mm-hmm. we've been pronouncing wrong forever. So <laughs> I'm happy we didn't give it a go earlier on the podcast. But yeah, he says Hannah Dulcet, which obviously means one, two, three, our son can't forget every moment. Oh, my spring day, I was like myself thanks to the flower that took responsibility. So, yeah, there's a throwback to spring day. Let's throw back to the Hannah Dilset greeting that they often do when they introduce themselves. Mm-hmm. The blooming flower, we thought it, a lot of this, they're throwing back to the sort of most beautiful moment in life mm. in forever era, right? And mm-hmm. then we just watched this explainer where they said that the first part of that. Chinese idiom, which we'll come back to when we do albums from that era, but it's fa yong yon fa, and it means the most beautiful moment in life. But if you split it up, the first bit actually refers to a flower. Mm-hmm. So we thought maybe it was a reference to that. I think that's fair. Yeah. Obviously, he also talks about spring flowers bloom in the spring. Yeah, you came up with that one, Natasha. <laughs> Credit to me. Yeah. Credit to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think also you could see the blooming flower that took responsibility. I mean, I think he might be talking about army because the next thing he said is your countless words that have comforted me. We have. Yeah. I think the thing that it made me think about is when, you know, there were the aunties that tried to sort of say, oh, we should leave the band, blah, 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 whatever. Obviously stupid. But um, then army trended, I hope you're perfect. Yeah, yeah, Obviously they'll get interaction with people on Weavers all the time and and yeah, on other platforms as well, and in concerts, etc. So, uh, so yeah, it's good to know that that's been uh, that's been helpful and yeah. meaningful. Bobby um, loves us exactly. <laughs> and then he says, "Yes, you're my youth again, my youth, my grateful friends, my pride, heaven, and love." 
It's beautiful. Yeah, lovely. A sugar comes in with it, it was dark everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> See where you're going to be Yeah. In the meantime, a ray of light. I'm really glad it's you. We shine because we're together. So, Sweet. Yeah. He appreciates the relationship as well. I think that's sort of what they're trying to get out of all these little rough verses. Yeah. There's the last verse sort of switches between Hobie Beejin and Jimin, I think. And it talks about falling down and getting back up, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Would and you it, give me your hand? How many times will it happen? Yeah. A um, hundred. Every time. Yeah. Every so time we're there for them. Their first talking about, you know, falling down, getting back up by myself, and then he says, that would you give me your hand? How many times will that happen? And how many times can you, like, pick me up when I'm down, basically? Every time. Yeah. That's the same as uh, uh, as when Jacob said that we comfort him. If you're tired, you can rest a while. I'm always here waiting for you. Yeah. They will help us up as well. Yeah, like, exactly. That's very Magic Shop reminiscent, isn't it? Yeah. They come here when you're down. Yeah, exactly. We'll be here waiting for you, yeah. And then we have the chorus again in the outro where they say, when everything was easy at that time, I should have told you more. I'll be with you for the rest of my life. Oh, the rest of my life. So, yeah, again, that's reassuring. Thank you to to Taeyong for ending this lesson. Pretending and we'll always be together. Yeah. Um, So I think For Youth is a very assuring song about them wanting to stay. Yeah. Yeah, it was uplifting. Obviously, I think most BTS albums will have like a an army song. Like we've had a few over over the years. Um, so I'm glad this one also had one because I think it would have been, especially when they announced the comeback, it wasn't immediately obvious that it was going to be an anthology. So I think I was expecting a brand new CD of new songs, mm-hmm. and I think new era. Yeah, a new era exactly. Um, or maybe a continuation of Map of the Soul, and I think I was expecting it to go down that route. So, to be perfectly honest, when they said, oh, it's an anthology, best of album, then I was a little like, right, well, it's not going to be a traditional comeback with, you know, seven to 12 new songs. That sort of was what I had expected. So I'm happy that the new songs are there. I'm happy that For Youth is one of them because I think it's uh, reassuring and uplifting. And it's a beautiful song. Like, it's a nice one. I think I'll listen to it. It's hard to know straight away. I, don't, I can't remember if we said it, but it's hard to know straight away how you'll relate to a song in comparison to the ones that you've had for a while. Like, But yeah, no, I think I think it's a nice song. I think it's, yeah, again, an uplifting message, nice melody. Yeah, I like it. Right, we can talk about Disc 3. We were going to talk about... There's two songs on Disc 3 that I don't think we've had on an album before. So there's Young Love and then Quotation Mark. Now, just because of, of time constraints, it's the, our first episode that we're recording all together. And mm. um, there's been you know time constraints, to be perfectly honest. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's we had, didn't really have time to look into Young Love and Quotation Mark. And I think also I felt that with the, the direction that the first three songs went in young love and quotation marks are without having looked at the lyrics just from the like the writing credits on it are just like um, so they seem like older songs so they're old songs that they've then put out exactly yeah so they won't be on the same theme there'll be no new messages to read through we'll find out yeah well they'll probably have messages but like they might not be 
on this theme. So it would have been really weird to do three songs about like, oh, it's yet to come and we're worried about military service and blah, blah, blah. And then there's a song about young love. <laughs> yeah. So, Fair. yeah, I thought maybe we don't, maybe we don't do that, but maybe if we do end up doing a separate sort of proof and ten episode, we can look into both the young love quotation mark and also all the like different versions, right? Because there's a lot of really nice demo versions on this disc three. Yeah, there really is. We those. really liked those. Yeah, they were all really quite refreshing. Yeah, and I think so it, different. Like sometimes the, the music is the same, but like the song is like completely different. different yeah. yeah, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we'll do an episode on disc three. Disc three yeah. We'll do a set episode on disc three with the like yeah. song by song reactions and what the differences are and what the similarities yeah exactly are. and that might be good to do after we've done all the albums so we, we could can compare and well we could put it on the on the wheel we could do it at any time well yeah i wouldn't want to do the disc three songs before i've done the og songs og songs sense. fair yeah because that's just gonna be work. but <laughs> that is a chat for our next production meeting <laughs> but yeah no um yeah disc three is really good um it's a shame it's not on spotify it just makes it a little harder to, to listen to it a lot but mm. it's um it's, it's worth getting if, you, if you're teetering on getting the physical album it's definitely worth getting the physical album for disc free yeah definitely. we would recommend yeah and love it can't wait to get the cd yeah i mean there i think i've seen that there's been progress already on getting all the songs on the charts which is good yeah we're gonna be doing that all day yeah streaming all day <laughs> doing our part exactly so um so yeah i mean Let's see where we go from here. I don't think anything's written in stone, especially in terms of, you know, what we know. The military service thing is looking like it's happening. But again, a couple months ago, it was looking maybe like it wouldn't happen. So you never know. But I think from these, you know, the lyrics and the, the music that we've had, it's, it's clear that maybe a, a new direction is coming. And, and what that will be, we'll see. But if that happens, we'll... We'll still have them, right? They still yeah. want to produce music and yeah. they still want to be in our lives. Yeah. But yeah, we shall see. Um, so yeah, I hope this hasn't bumped anyone no. out too much. I mean, overall thoughts, I think it's been, well, it's been emotional, right? It has, yeah. It's been emotional. So I I think, similar to Christine, I had expectations around a, you know, not a new concept per se, but a big tar, maybe something... I knew Yet to Come was going to be softer, but I thought that the one of the others may be a bit more PTD, dynamite, yeah. happy, bright, poppy. Exactly. Um, and they weren't they weren't that, but they were still really beautiful songs. And mm. then I went through the emotional rollercoaster of the Yet to Come lyrics. But then that assurance does come later. So I'm, <laughs> after an hour of recording, four hours of listening to the content, I'm feeling a bit better, feeling more hopeful. Yeah. So maybe it's just because ours is a lyrics podcast, right? Exactly. So we have to read the lyrics and we have to go into the the detail of them and we have to find yeah. a meaning. Well, we don't have to find a meaning, some of them don't have much meaning. But... <laughs> these ones definitely do have. <laughs> these ones have meaning, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's um, it's difficult to get past. I think that you know they're signaling. Um, something new a close of a chapter i yeah. think that's maybe what then what we'll need to just leave it at, at that because we yeah. don't know more but. and we'll still get to see some performances they're doing the music shows yeah hopefully we'll get a tour announcement maybe we'll get some tour hopefully. before the end of the year yeah that would be good you know if we're right that Jin is going then 
it might make sense for them to tour before that happens. Do the world that's tour. why maybe that's why they put out an anthology album now instead of new like instead of starting a new concept and a new story because you know, if he's not gonna be there to finish that story, then maybe that doesn't make sense. And maybe they thought, okay, well let's put out the anthology, let's tour the best of, kind of like they did in PTD, but like with a new like maybe more elaborate staging, that sort of thing. And then, you know, we can move on from there in whatever shape or form, like if it is the thing that where they're handing the universe story to today to, 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 to continue with, obviously that signals that they'll continue as a group. If it is the thing that they're going to focus on their own stuff for a little while, then fine. But yeah, I, we'll just have to see. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we, we shall see. Um, anyway, yeah, like I said, I hope we haven't burned anyone out too much. I, th- I thought it had to be said, especially about the military service thing you know it's hard to skirt, skirt around that when these lyrics are what they are and uh, and yeah um right thanks so much for listening we really hope you'll come back and enjoy some happier times um, <laughs> where we review albums that aren't um necessarily so sad maybe well potentially sad in subject matter um and we yeah thanks for listening i think that's what we'll uh, we'll end on and let's you know keep our fingers crossed for for the future if you want to give us your theories if you want to tell us off for having made you sad if you want if you completely disagree and you're like this is just them looking back on their catalog it, it's fine then let us know on our socials we are generation bts underscore on instagram or you can email us on generation bts all the albums at gmail.com leon do you want to come up with a uh, a uh, hopeful yeah. note to wrap this up on i think that the hopeful lyric is you know um this is only the beginning the best is yet to come yeah i think that's uh, the, the one that we need to, to cling on to um at this moment in time so, uh, so yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. I've been Christine. I've been Leanne. I've been Natasha. And we have been... Generation, Generation BTS. BTS.